0: hey it's a new episode of the spanish raven podcast how y'all doing hopefully cool um i'm releasing this, this is sunday I'm Sunday night it's like around 10 30 10 40 just chilling in the car fucking after a long ass weekend long ass day fucking so let's see yesterday went to my god goddaughter's birthday party it was cool it was relaxing had a good time uh not new new people not really new people were there like just a less than a handful um but it was cool talking to them relaxing fucking going over things just how things life going on <laughs> let me say that again fucking it was cool talking to them about what was going on in their lives everyone's lives. It was cool, I haven't seen him in a minute. I miss gatherings like that. Um I wish I wish they happened more often. Um but this one cool. The usual suspects, you know, the usual people showed up, came support the goddaughter, godbaby. Um it was fun, you know. Fucking came by hella quick. Damn, man. She's like Fuck, hopefully, hopefully I don't get this wrong. I believe she's seven. Let's see. Quick math, kind of math. Yeah, I believe she's seven. Um, Yeah, she's seven. Fucking tripping, dog. Um, Yo, man, it's crazy. She's getting hella bigger, and her sister's getting big as fuck, too. She always gained, she's already, the, the little girl, she's already getting fucking, like, her own characteristics and shit, like her own little... The little things she does, you know, the little looks that she be giving, is <laughs> hella cute. It's hella funny. Um, but yeah, goddamn, she's almost a teenager. Low key, got like six more years. That's that's fucking crazy. Time went by hella fast. A lot's changed since she was born. Um, yeah, that's crazy. Fuck, <laughs> my bad. I, I was just, I was just, I, I was just thinking, just like how much things gonna change. You gonna get bigger. She's already getting heavy as fuck right now. Like I know, I, it, it sucks when you realize that moment. You know, what I'm saying that, that fucking moment where like you've seen it with your parents or your uncles or your aunts or your you know family friends and shit. Like you really fucked with and like. They couldn't pick you up, and well, <laughs> everyone stop picking my big ass up, fucking around like five or like four. <laughs> but I, I, I'm just saying, like everyone, like stops at the age realize, like yo, that parent, that uncle, that adult is fucking like slowing down. You know, getting harder to pick up and shit like that. And you realize when you're younger, you just like, fuck, I hope I don't get like this, or like everyone gets like this, and you know it might just be a remark Now I would make to her like oh shit Like my back's not actually hurting But it like it took a second And I'm just like fuck I'm in that phase I'm in that fucking phase dog I'm on like I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be 27 this year But fuck It feels Oh man I feel fucking old I ain't gonna say You know Um But I feel, I gotta say, like spiritually, physically, emotionally, mentally, I'm like the best I've been right now, best I have ever been right now. I just feel strong, you know what I'm saying? Like everything seems to be lining up together. There's some, there's some like hits I I be taking, you know, the usual hits, um, my usual problems or thoughts or, um disagreements with the way I operate the stuff that I just hold myself accountable mentally. And, uh, it kind of like, like, ah, shit, you did that shit again. You're slipping or, you know, just, just those things everyone has and shit, but I'm working at it getting better. Um, you know, it's, I was, I was thinking like, it's crazy how much I'm different A lot of it is internal, you know what I'm saying? Well, actually, I look, I'm a big-ass nigga, but I got hella tattoos and shit. And so I guess I I look different externally. I got a big-ass beard, you know, bummy gang. (laughs) Uh, Bummy beard and shit. Uh, Looking all bummy and shit. Fucking growing my hair out. Facial and fucking hair out. I never had long hair. I was always a, a big dude. And I was like, long hair has never been cool for big guys. Especially when when everyone hits that ugly ass hair face. And uh, I was like, I don't want to deal with that. It, it's just not a good look, you know. But I've, I'm getting better, you know, like I said, physically, you know. Um, I haven't weighed myself in a while. I really don't use a scale. It kind of like throws off my mental game. It's just it, it feels like a reminder of how much I'm fucking up um but you know i'm getting older um i want to give myself a chance to grow my hair out um you know that's why i'm taking you know, product and shit to make sure i'm growing my shit out and um it's only been six months it's not bad actually it's filling up um it's just parts of it that still needs work but it's getting there um what was I gonna say? Oh, but basically, um, I'm cool, you know, and uh, I'm like, fuck, let me do it right now, and uh, you know, grow my hair out and shit, and uh, yeah, I I like it. It's cool. Um, my fault. My fault. I have these moments where I just fucking like blank out for a second, or I just go back into my internal monologue. Um, but uh, yeah, it was her birthday. It wasn't her birthday; it was just a birthday party. But birthdays in a few days. Um, it was cool, man. It felt good, you know. Like I'm not, I'm not where I am, career, career wise, but. It feels like I'm right there on the edge, you know, teetering, like not onto something big, but just like, I don't know if it's momentum. I'm like right nearby or it's, I don't know how I express it other than like people who are going for something, they might understand or have an idea of the feeling I'm feeling where it's like, nothing's lining up right now, but It feels moment, momentous, or I can feel the momentum of things picking up and, or my, my patterns solidifying and my, um, my habits, my good habits are forming. Um, I'm getting consistent. Um, it just feels good. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it just, it's, uh. And it felt good talking to other people. Well, mainly, you know, like I always like this at parties. It's 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 a thing. Uh, like, um, you know, the guys go with the guys, the girls go with the girls, and we each conversate and just talk about shit. And there wasn't many too many guys. Uh, a lot of females, you know, of course. But there's me, uh, the homie Devontae. and then uh, um, he's a pretty cool dude. Uh, the homie Joe, I believe that's his name just talking about our uh, passions are, you know, like our work and shit where our plan is, what we're strategizing and just like being around each other, um, trying to help each other out. Just like, you know, throw out some ideas, uh, what's worked, what hasn't or suggestions on how we can, uh, better deliver our product to people and shit like that. It was, it was just cool. Um, I was tired as fuck. I ain't gonna lie. Like, the last three or four hours into the party where everyone's slowly trickling off, going home or some shit, and, like, the main core people are there just talking, you know, just chatting it up and shit. I was like, man, I want to go home. I was like, nah, you know what? It's just, you can't miss out on some shit like this. This is this is special. This is nice. You need to appreciate it. Um, I mean, if I went home, it all would have just happened like it played out, but... Minus me, um, I don't know how much of an impact that would have had on the overall thing, atmosphere. But if it was cool, you know, I didn't let. Back in the day, I would let something like, "Oh, no one's talking to me," you know, I'm not having conversating, you know, uh, I must not be interesting. I must not be cool hang out with it was just a self-reflection you know like a like a mirror a mirror of shit um of all these you know pitiful emotions or negative emotions you know it's just like of all this shit i've been fed through in my life you know growing up but that didn't even occur to me which is a good thing and you know um it's something you know you me everyone on the art journey's got to realize you know just have a quick moment to uh, just take a moment, take it in, you know, just like realize how much has changed, you know, how much growth there's been, you know, I was fine being by myself, just chilling, just thinking, just watching everyone interact and just have fun and just feel good, you know, and I don't know, it felt like whenever you're feeling good about something or about yourself, you just feel like I'm giving off this energy, this glow about myself. And I felt like that, you know, if if it just felt, felt great. You know, the party went by fast. I was just enjoying myself doing nothing but laugh and enjoy my time with everyone. It was cool. You know, um, no drama really. I mean, you have people talking about, you know, shit other people do. And, stuff like that, but generally, generally have a good, had a good time, um, oh, got, got, got a, uh, celebrating my boy, Devontae's. uh, I, I forget the number, but in last month he made, uh, like, on his clothing, uh, business, within a month, he made, like, uh, fuck, I'm trying to, I won't say it was, how, he made hella money. I don't want, I don't really want to say it or give an idea, uh, in and out. But he made like close to double, triple his usual monthly uh income. You know, income from the business, and it's it's freaking dope. It's you know, I'm about to uh invite him and his boy, the one, uh, um, his homie Matt, my homie Matt, you know, that works with him. You know, it's dope. You know, he really. He's a good fit for uh Devontae. Like he uh he has good charisma. I can see it, you know, they just match perfectly perfectly together. He's like Devontae's hype man, low-key. You know, he uh Devontae, you know, Devontae, you know, celebrates himself not celebrates himself, but like he doesn't shy away from that shit. But like Matt appreciates and you know, that that attitude, like Matt wants everyone to know, you know, like, yo, my boy got this and that, da da da. And that adds genuine, which is cool. It's not like a uh check me out because I'm connected with this guy, da 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 that shit like that. It's like it's cool, it's genuine. It's a good dude. Talk to him and uh his girl. Both cool people. <laughs> I guess I worked around them a few years back. I didn't even realize it. But um yeah, dope, dope people, man. Um, that was fucking Saturday. Oh, oh, fucking, um, celebrating, uh, yeah, so I'm about to, uh, go over to their place, cook, I was like, you know what, let's, I feel like steaks, you know, cooking steaks, found a video on, uh, YouTube, you know, it's, I know how to cook, but I don't cook frequently, I don't cook these bomb-ass meals, or these, I don't, I don't specifically specify, or not specify, but, uh, uh, it's that word. We specialize. Specialize in something. You know, tamale. <laughs> don't get me started on tamales. I made them like five or six times last year. First time making them last year. And like I'm trying to get my I'm trying to get my fucking ingredients down to the point. Because I swear to god, I've been chasing the high since my first time. First time I ever made them. Yo, they were so fucking spectacular. I don't even... I wish I could give tamales out to everyone. I love doing it. I'm like, yo. And I when I was making it, I was like... Uh, <laughs> when I was at uh, Tesla, I was just like fucking yo, know, uh, slinging tamales. I was like, yo, what's up, bro? Like, I don't even know you, but you want tamale, bro? Yo, try this shit. Let me know how it tastes. I need feedback. <laughs> I even for a split second, I wish... Well, I kind of knew my time was coming up, uh, but... I wish my, me and my homie was like, "Yo, we can sell this and shit." And I'm like, "Fuck yeah, that'd be dope." But I ain't gonna lie, man. It takes a lot of money and a lot of time to make some tamales, bro. Um, I think I got it around to six hours. If I'm like straight, then I stay on point, pay attention—not pay attention, but like I take no breaks. It's fucking, uh, it's fucking solid. And sorry if I touched the mic. Um, on my a homeboy, by the way. Joel, shout out to him for letting me use his pot filter. So, um, fucking happy, happy about that. But yeah, uh, fucking tamales, man. It's a, uh, it's a bitch. So I made them fi- like five times ever in my life, fixing and tweaking the ingredients, man. Like there was, I love making pork tamales. Tamales, I love tamales. Ah, uh, the masa, man. It was so, it was so. I I packed my tamales. I don't do that bullshit where you barely put meat in, but you got hella masa. Granted, if the masa's cool, then it's all good, but I'm like, no, I need to fill that bitch up, uh, fill that husk up with some fucking meat and shit like that. I don't care if it takes three or four husks to fucking wrap it, but, you know, my mom's mentioned something like, yo, maybe you mix too much lard uh, with with uh, with the masa. I'm like fuck is that it because what it is that my, my masa ever since after the first time it's so thin it breaks easily and no no my, the main problem is that it sticks to the husk the corn husks and it just like peels off it doesn't isn't that tight that tight fit you know not tight but like tie is hard but it's just like it doesn't stay together like that you have to scrape off the masa and whatever da da da, da. And then like I'm trying to get the juices right, like it, juice is right, the juice is right, but having it be juicy w- with the pork, you know, having the pork be just the right amount of juicy, not too dry, not too muddy and juice that it fucking the masa itself doesn't even dry up well enough and shit like that. Um, but that was a tangent I was going on about tamales. It's just. I need to get that shit down. I need to get my ingredients and my fucking instructions down. You know, fucking pass that shit along to my generations and shit. <laughs> um, I got a badass stomach ache right now. I don't know what the fuck it is. Um, oh, by making uh some uh, ribeye steaks, I got them. A- I don't know if they're, the, they're probably a little smaller, but I got one and one f- uh, quarter of an inch thick. Um, thick? <laughs> uh, uh, but, yeah, I got like six pieces from the uh, the na- uh, nearby, you know, Mexican shop that's, you know, that's in the cut. You know, only, you know, real, real niggas know about it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, uh, that's where I get my tamale meat, my pork and uh fucking i got some you know peppers and uh, salt you know grounded pepper and shit like that i'm i'm a little hesitant to use that for some reason i feel like that's like some white people are flavoring fucking uh seasoning like pepper and salt that's all you need i obviously have some other shit but basically it seems like those are the two main spices i'm using so i'm low-key a little worried but i think i'm a. Fuck well, my bad, my bad, yo. I think I'ma cook myself one of those meats to test it and see if I get it right and do it right. So, so I can't, I can't, I can't. You know, I can't deliver these. Uh, I can't cook these and give them to my homeboys and myself the night of and not have at least have an idea of what I'm doing. You know, I I want to make sure I get everything down and you know set. You know, and just cook it because it's gonna take some time. I'm doing a sear. I'm searing it. So, you know, I'm cooking on the uh, skillet, on the grill. Cook it for like, cooking on each side for like a minute, minute and a half or some shit like that. Just keep watching it. Make sure it's all nice and, you know, the crust is on point. Um, I like to eat medium well. Well done. Uh, I don't like that burnt shit. Um, I like when it's a little juicy. Uh, Pause. (laughs) Uh, But. It's uh, yeah, I gotta do that, you know. D's bring uh, bringing the fucking drinks and shit, and we're just gonna chill. Uh, now I gotta work tomorrow. The next day, so we'll see how that is. Um, but yeah, and then uh, I got that coming up. Went shopping, and get I got almost all the shit. Um, yo, today was just so fucking tiring. I fucking uh, went to hella stores, Uh, like, I want to say five or six the other day. I fucking cleaned my yard, you know, threw out out some uh, plants that was there, you know, from the lady that lived with the family, uh, my family. Um, Just threw out all the unnecessary plants, cleaned, fucking swept the yard of all the dead leaves, and fucking, uh, hand, hand hand-picked the weeds from the ground that was coming up, I swear to God, it was was so long, filled up my whole fucking green, uh, bucket for the street, you know, the garbage, the compost bucket, um, yeah, just cleaned all that shit, looks hella nice, and it looks hella, like, barren, I guess the right word would be, um, it's it's not really set up or organized right now. I'm trying to, you know, I we we have this little like plant, it's not a garden, but in front of the doors and shit. But I'm about it, it's about to be my garden basically. I'm about to pick the flowers as fuck. You know, the flowers could be nice on point. I was thinking about, I don't know, I don't honestly, I don't know anything about flowers. I got to study, uh, within probably like two, three, two, four weeks. One of my paychecks, I'll uh, I'll start, I'll start, uh, I'll start shopping for uh, plants and shit. But I'm basically so far. I want something colorful, um, nothing hella wild. I want my shit to match and be cohesive, and so I gotta see if there's a method when choosing your plants. You know, this plant next to this plant works really well. They you know they bond they bond with each other nicely and just uh you know visually and uh i guess um it's just cohesive um it's got to be a thing i mean because you know gardening uh is 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 a, is a trade basically um and so there's got to be some kind of method behind it rather than just fucking picking some random flowers and having mismatch and shit but i'm thinking like some red some purple some whites um, some roses, you know, um, I'm not sure what color roses, uh, but yeah, it'd be cool. You know, have the, you know, maybe, maybe get a fence, you know, one of those fake, you know, cross hatched fences with the, you know, weeds growing in between on the, on the fence, you know, it's just that look. I, I don't know how to explain it other than, other than that, but yeah, I've been wanting to do it for a while, taking real pride in. Just, you know, myself and just day to day things, you know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to have my mom's place looking right. Um, I don't know how to explain it. It feels like if internally it feels like something I have to do, you know, because I'm kicking it there until I find my own spot again. Um, but I want to. This time, I'm in a state of mind where, like, I want to leave her with a nice-looking place rather than have that same run-down, cheap place, you know. It's cheap, but the reason it's cheap... Hold oh, on. The, uh, the reason it's cheap is because... Uh, we have a thing with the the landlord you know he's kind of slumming it um he's we've known him he's been part- he's not family, but the family's known him. My family has lived in that street in those four like one of those four complexes like for the last twenty twenty some years a member of the family has always been in at least one unit at a time we had damn near three to four of those units um but yeah, man, that was a long time ago, man. That's when like we had family coming over all the time, you know. It's crazy how, like in my lifetime, there's not that time. There's not. There's not that time where like, either. I I wonder sometime, in my or is all kids remembering the way their parents or their lives was when they were smaller. You know how, like, you're like, you know, everyone the family was a lot closer. Everyone was coming over. Everyone was just, you know, a family, you know, to celebrate everything together. And then when you grow up, everything, everyone gets distant. The family kind of breaks apart. It's like, is that really a thing or is it just a way, every kid plays it in their head until they reach adults. Like right now we don't really have family coming over like that. It's, you know, everything's kind of disbanded or not really solidified in our unit as a, tr- you know, tribe, you know, and shit just like, I wonder if like, for instance, if I had a kid, like they grow up in their experience, would probably be like, yeah, you know, everyone there was, you know, family was always around each other. You know, my, my parents, me, you know, always had people over and shit like that. When in reality, I'm living it right now, and then that's not the case. Everyone's like distance, but it seems like anyone you talk to, that's their story of how it was growing up for them. You know, like they have family members around this shit. And was it's, it's just it's just a quick thought. Hopefully, I didn't lose you guys, but like, it's. In and, and that craziness of what I was just talking about, it makes some sort of sense. Hopefully you guys get the question that I'm trying to pose right now. Um, I don't know how to reword it to make it sound pleasant and, um, not agreeable, but, uh, something you could take in, uh, something you could take in a lot more easily than how i presented it with my fucking rambling um hopefully you got what i was saying but i'm trying to think how the fuck i get there uh oh doing a rose the planting and shit like that um i'm trying to get in a mind state of like fixing up where i'm at like on some you know man shit you know you try to Fix up your home, you know, and then your city, your neighborhood, and shit like that. It's gonna be progressional, but it's that's kind of where I'm trying to go for, you know, like have some pride in where you live, you know. And I'm doing it just for myself, I'm not doing so people can like look at me and be like, oh, he's taking care of his shit. Uh, it, it, the reason that comes up because, um, the neighbors seen me, all females and shit and then like the, the their kids, the little boys and shit were looking at me and uh right and they they started cleaning up their front yards and shit, you know, sweeping, getting rid of, getting rid of dead plants and we gave some plants away like I said cuz I'm trying to throw out all the shitty ones on some random ass plants we had in front of our place so that way you know I, I'm picking what goes in there now going to replant some uh some new ones just starting fresh so it could be visually pleasing to be there um but it was cool you know the uh the little boy you know from one of the neighbors was uh kind of acting like you know acting like me you know start he see me doing they started sweeping and like picking weeds out from his you know in front of his place he must have been like five or six it was cool um and it just had me thinking while I was, you know, cleaning, like, fuck, you know, this is pretty cool, you know. Have this kind of it's not respect, but it's just kind of like there's something enjoyable about that, you know. I wasn't it's like not I wasn't preaching like you should do this, but people saw what I was doing and I was just doing it for myself. And people seen that it was like, yo i'm gonna do the same thing i'm gonna gonna take care of my place too and it's had some stuff like this has happened before but um now that i got this podcast and you're talking about i'm sharing it with you guys and kind of making it more of a point of how great that moment was and um it was cool you know um i'm trying to i'm trying to have these things come organically and like trying to like reach out and help someone else. I feel proud about that. And, uh, yeah, you know, like something I want to do. I was just talking to uh meets about it that same day we recorded, but we, this was like off the mic before we done it. Um, how, like if I had some money, I'd want to invest in like a restaurant that's in my hood or, uh, Specifically, what I want to do is something similar to what Nipsey Hussle did. Um, Was he had this like little shopping center that he bought out. At least I believe he did. He bought out, you know, he put his store there, fixed up. He cleaned it up, installed cameras, you know, just like kept it nice, you know, kept it neat. He turned around that whole kind of little shopping center. It's not like a big ass shopping center, but it's just like, you know small few shops. And I have one of those nearby that I grew up with. You know, we have a place, I think it's called like five or seven star liquors. But, um, basically everyone in the family and the family knows the got the owner of it. You know, it's called gills. You know, like when we go to a liquor store, it's called like, yo, we're going to gills. You want anything? It's kind of like that. So that's the kind of relationship I have with it. I'm not cool with the owner in any way, but, and I'm sure he's seen hella kids grow up and hella adults get into, like, elder age and shit. He's, like, he's this Indian dude. He must be, like, I want to say, like 50s now, something like that. But, like, you know, he's seen us, me and my brother, my family, cousins, grow up, you know, get older and shit like that. Um, But, yeah, it'd be cool to... Uh, buy that lot out and then have those guys give money to those guys, you know, and probably in some kind of partnership just so, you know, you know, make some money and shit like that. But I want not be like making it hell off of them and shit, but be the smart thing so that way I can keep giving those guys money and uh, have those shops, you know, just like ideally it'd be cool to, be like, you know, pay for the rest of the year or however, remodeling would be, and just like tear it to the ground and then rebuild it back up to have all the stores on that lot. Just fucking great, you know, like all the rest, the small restaurants and shit. Um, just fix them up, you know. Everyone gets something nice there, Um, but all that shit is gradual. It's gonna happen gradually. When it does, and uh, you know, one store is gonna get it first. It's gonna take a minute and then it's gonna be it's gonna be stable and then we move into the next one and eventually the next one and then get the whole lot. <clears throat> and uh it'd be cool. It'd be real real cool. That's the that's the one spot I'm like, you know, when I get money, that's the first property I wanna try to buy or trying to invest my money into. You know, it's in my it's in my hood too, you know. I don't know that Nipsey Hustle really just inspired me to get that shit to want to get that shit done. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I want to help those guys just fix up the place and shit like that. Um. <clears throat> am Trying to think of what else I did. Went to uh, pick and pool, helped cousin out. My cousin out. Try to find uh. Fuck! What was it? Some uh, wire coverings or some shit like that. Uh, it's something he was gonna. It's something uh, that goes under the seat, the back seats and shit like that. That was a bitch. You know, it's fucking hot. You got they fucking. You gotta wear masks when you go into a junkyard now. Jesus Christ! And all the cars are like compact You know, all broken into, but just sitting on fucking rims. You know. Pile, you know, stacked up and shit like that, um, fucking, trying to think, gonna buy, gonna, gonna, uh, gonna look in, not look into, but gonna, gonna buy some, uh, order myself some new disc brakes, you know, and then, uh, I want to change my, uh, cal- uh, calibers, um, hopefully that's the right word. I'm not blinking right now, you know, but the, the, the calibers that hold the, the brakes, the brake pads, I want to change them to get red. I don't know that, 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 that color is just popping out to me right now. I think eventually I want to change my, cause I have like a dark gray, uh, Lexus. And I want to uh, paint it like red, you know, like not hella red, but just like a nice relaxed red. Nothing maroon or, like, dark, dark red, but just a nice subtle red, you know? <clears throat> and do all that. About to uh, show my uh, godson how to do that as well. Just so he knows, too. He's, like, 15, 16 now. So that'd be a good lesson. And Show him how to change a tire in the process. doesn't have a car yet, but I've been teaching him how to drive. Um hold on, let me take a drink Yo it was so it was so exhausted today that I fucking <laughs> I went to go out and got me a six pack of six pack of Heineken. You know, that was so relaxing. I just had like a drink of one maybe like two hours ago and that shit was relaxing. I kind of wanted a drink right now. But I couldn't because I knew I was going to drive somewhere calm and relax and do the podcast. I couldn't drink and drive even though I'm parked. By what would my time with that beer because I would have wanted to enjoy it. Maybe even brought two, but still. And then I would have been cool, but the principle is the principle. And uh, it's a slope I don't want to go down. So I'm gonna take my time with that six pack. Not gonna run through it. Not gonna drink multiple back to back and shit. Not gonna do it in the morning, just because it's there and shit like that. Um, it's been solid, you know. I've been I've been steady and like I took two years off. Two, yeah. On the on my two year anniversary, I decided I was gonna drink, you know, because I took two years off. Um, I have addiction in my family and I swear to God, it was the weirdest shit. I never, it wasn't a problem. Drinking was never a problem because I really did it. I did it every once in a while, but if I go somewhere, uh, restaurant, whatever, food's nice, I'd get like a beer, one beer, and it'd take me forever to finish it. Um, never, never got drunk, only got buzzed. Uh, my whole life, just always been buzz. You know, I've been able to have a high tolerance and shit, cause I'm a big dude. And um, it was always a celebratory thing, you know. And now it is. I, you know, I do it cause of celebratory shit, you know. Um, can't. I, I don't want to get beer just cause. Get yeah, a uh, six pack just because. Um, blacked out only twice, like two, three years in between each one. One on my twenty first. And then on my twenty fourth, twenty fourth or twenty fifth, um, I drank. Uh, I blacked out. Uh, thankfully, my homeboy Joel was there. Fucking black, blacked out. Uh, threw up and fucking fell back. Um, one of the times, uh, he seen, uh, hit my head and shit on the floor, but he you know he got me um but i'm a big ass nigga so i probably hit that floor still (laughs) fucking make a dent with my big ass head um but yeah i fucking uh whenever i have a good time with drinking you know and nothing tries me to want to get fucked up more it's just that i have a thing where my hands need to be doing something you know like even without drinking, not and I don't do it because I don't have a drink. It's just if I'm at a party or something. I got eat, you know. I have something in my hands doing something. I don't know what it is. It's my hands always have to be doing something, you know. Either picking up uh, pistachios, um, p- potato chips, or have a drink in my hand, like soda or water. Um, that's what I was doing at the party uh, yesterday. Just drinking nothing but water, ice water. It's cool. It was relaxing. Um, but yeah, and then whenever I have a good solid night, I don't mix, don't mix colors. But I know when it's happening on those two occasions, I just happen. (laughs) I am always, I just happen to mix. Usually, I guess, usually I drink clear shit. Um, but then I, the last two drinks, I fill him up to uh, fill the uh, cup up to the rim. Take a drink of Jack Daniels. Take my time with each one. Those last two drinks. Uh, uh, whenever like <laughs> whenever you see me filling my cup up with Jack Daniels, I need to be stopped, bro. I don't know what the fuck it is. But I black out. I always black out around that time. And uh hope, I'm sorry if I'm if I've told this story before on one of these episodes um this is my 13th episode and so like especially doing it by yourself I'm hoping I'm hoping I don't repeat the same thing over and over or if I do hopefully I go more ex- into it I get more extensive with the details or I'm, I get more into it so it's entertaining for you guys or fuck if, if it's therapeutic for you guys to hear this or that's why I hope with this you know like it's therapeutic for myself. I'm learning how to talk shit out with myself and knowing uh, just to entertain myself, um, just to go over my thoughts, um, go over what's happened in the last few days and just trying to work out the problems and shit. And um, hopefully, you know, because I'm honest, you know, I try to be honest with y'all, honest with myself, you know, because it's like I'm in this fucking box um, just talking. And I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna. There's always a worry, you know, you say something way too personal or, you know, you don't want the public to know. and yeah, I try to keep it, you know, cool, courteous, only really go in depth about myself. Um, but yeah, you know, if it helps you guys, you know, you, you find yourself relating and like maybe gets you curious about doing the same for yourself not starting a podcast or anything like that but if it's you you hold yourself more accountable or you allow yourself to be more open to things and uh be more i guess um aware of your little tendencies you know it's uh, that in of itself is something good and beneficial from this podcast, you know, me doing this um but yeah, the reason i um I stopped drinking and it's it feels weird because I'm an addict, but i've never i'm an addict, and i pre how do you say this I cautiously stopped doing that drug because i knew the path or the tendencies of my family members and myself but i never fucked around and done something hella bad i never binged or done something crazy with that drug specifically alcohol for for it to one day cause myself like yeah, I need to get sober. I need to get clean. I need to do something. I didn't fuck my life up in any way. It was just personal because after the, especially after the first one, because like I said, I've never gotten drunk before. I've only had two blackouts. That's the only time I've ever drunk. Though I've only been drunk those two times that I've had those blackouts. And I've thrown up in those both times. And for some reason, like the thought of like, I believe uh, Jimi Hendrix died. Not as maybe it's because of alcohol, or something, but he was under the influence of drugs, and you know he threw up and he choked on his own throw up, and that's some wild shit. But I don't know why that's seems to be prevalent in my thinking or why that stood out most to me in my life, and that that was the reason. Because I mean, if it wasn't for my homeboy Joel, man, like I don't know. It's just speaking for myself. I'll be there and help anyone out, even if I don't really fuck with you. But if while drinking, and I see you going through some shit, I'll help you out. But not everyone's like that. Not everyone's me. Everyone's just, everyone can be just focused on themselves. And maybe not even on purpose. They're just, you know, they're buzzed doing their own thing. They're doing their own thing, drunk and shit like that. And don't even realize what's happening to anyone around them. Um but I just like I, now I like, I enjoy being that guy who enjoys himself, takes it easy, and if anything goes up, he's like, I'm just observant of the room. You know, take care of anyone that needs help. Um kind of speaks for my character, who I am, you know, it's kinda simplifies it right there. Um but after once I started stopping drinking, it was weird. It was like a switch went off in my head, and I was like, Hold up. Why are you doing this? It was like just internally. This monologue was like, Well, why are you doing this? It's not that serious. I started getting the shakes the first two weeks. I was just like, Yo, what the fuck? It wasn't even that serious before. Like I didn't even miss drinking until I stopped drinking. And I was just, it was just on my mind constantly. It was something that was like, yo, it, I guess it was a good thing I stopped because now I'm fucking fiending for it. And I was just like, fuck, dog. So, like, there was only three occasions that I drank during my whole two-year hiatus of drinking. One was, like, January 26th. That was the second time. Did for my boy. My boy knew me for, like, a year or so. And he's always been wanting me to drink with him because we met... After I got sober, um, stopped drinking and shit like that. And so I was like, fuck it. I'll take a shot. It's your birthday. Let's do this. It was cool. You know, I didn't like I did it, but I I liked the reason I did it. You know, I did it for my boy. It was just celebratory. You know, it was a special occasion. I wasn't peer pressured into it. Nothing like that. The first time I I got annoyed when I fucking uh, went to church Randomly, I don't really go to church like that, but homeboys, and this is not a not a normal church I go to. But the homeboy, the priest was fucking handing out real wine, and like you know, with the bread, the you know, body of Christ, Christ, and the blood of Christ. I got pit. I got mad annoyed. I'm like, yo, usually this shit is grape juice, but you feeding like you you letting kids drink the wine and shit. I was just, I was just annoyed, and the third time. I remember where it was for a while, but I kind of faded. It kind of faded away. I forget what the third time was, but it wasn't that special or memorable. Uh, I didn't get drunk or crazy. I just, but I had a sip of beer, or I might have had just had one beer. But I knew I felt like, ah, eh, I really didn't need it this time. There was really no reason to do it this time. But then you know months months went by and then I decided that I like I like drinking specifically just Heineken. I'm not gonna do any hard shit anymore. Um, it's gonna be really really rare and I really don't miss it like that. Just smelling henny now fucks me up a little bit. I'm like yo that's some that's some that's some juice right there. Um. Yeah. Uh. But yeah, like, like I said, like. I don't mind walking the balance, the the line of, you know, like, like just drinking honey can, like, I don't have to feel bad, or make myself feel bad about it, just, I know my tolerance, and I know myself, I won't binge unless I'm feeling like shit, and I'm not going to let myself do that, those two instances, honestly, I was in Vegas, no, I was selling my 21st in the hotel, my first telly, first and only, really, but, No, personal, I threw that telly. That's what I'm saying. Um, So, it was like, I had to do it this time. Uh, The other time, you know, went to Vegas, celebrated, hung out with friends. It was cool. Um, But, yeah, now now it's cool. I'm fine. Um, For sure, it's fuck not going to slip. Never did in the first place. Just had fun, and and, then the two cups of Jack fucking slipped in um yeah it was thinking just like having a Heineken today would just have me thinking anytime so the reason my favorite beer is Heineken one my favorite color is green specifically neon green but green in general I like the green that the Heineken glass pops out I like the way it looks with the accents of red um But my my first sip of beer was like with my uncle back in uh, Arkansas uh, visiting him and shit like that. You know my uncle uh, Rito fucking uh passed away back in uh fuck I won't say two thousand three. It's a long time ago, damn near twenty years almost. Yeah. Uh, gave my first sip. I remember I was just fucking around with Torres, <laughs> bro. Was on his uh, his uh chair, you know, with the kickstand, you know, kick feet up and shit, watch the TV. He Was like, hey, try this, try the sip. I thought it was cool. They haven't hadn't had beer like ha- years since then. And then uh, till I was a teenager or some shit like that. But I just always had a preference. I don't know what it was. I like to think that some of him, you know, like, his taste rubbed off on me. Um, I kind of cherish it, you know? So have a, it's just like it was passed down to me, you know what I'm saying? Uh, it it would have been cool, I guess, I mean, I guess, to find your own beer and shit like that, but I don't know. It's a, It's a good memory. It's a special bond. I have, you know, something I always remember him no matter what. Whenever I see a Heineken, I'm like, cool. I don't need to drink it, but I'm just like, cool. That's a good-ass beer. And then that reminds me of my, uh, that that memory. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, it was cool, you know. Let me see. <clears throat> oh, shit. Um just checking my list out. It has pretty pretty cool. I'm, i I went through everything organically. Nice. Um You know what I've been getting into lately is uh what was it? Hold on let me take a drink real quick. My bad. I'm getting parched. I don't know if any of you guys ever watched, uh, uh, locked up videos. Basically it's, the uh, ex-cons or, uh, you know, prison ex-cons, basically. They just go about, they just make videos about how life in, the, in a penitentiary was, you know, prison or jail and shit, all the different experiences and like tips and tricks on, how to survive or how to get through, you know your, your your time, you know, doing all that shit. I find it fascinating, and like it's a uh, hella knowledgeable and shit. Uh, I watch. There's this one guy called, or oh, his channels called Lockdown Twenty Three and One, I believe. Uh, yeah, cool dude. Uh, he's been around for a while, but I just got caught. I just. YouTube algorithm. Just gave me uh some of his older videos from a few years back. Um, it's cool dude. I don't know, I just like hearing those stories and uh it in a weird way. I like hearing them because it prepares me. I don't know why, but I always had this feeling that one day when I grew up I was gonna go to prison, you know, be in jail and shit. It it was it if Low-key felt natural. Um, I wasn't paranoid or nothing like that, but it just felt like it's going to happen one day. Um, even now, uh, I don't know what, nothing's obviously going to happen, at least, you know, right here, right now, it's just thinking about it and talking about it, but I don't know what's going to happen in the future, but it just felt it just felt like growing up where I grew up, uh, it was a strong-ass possibility. It was just a matter of time. Um, so, you know, I just always, you know, I got uh, family members that talk about it. Not all the time because, uh, not even about their gang sh- gang life because, you know, that shit's serious. And you really don't really, at least the way I grew up, you don't really ask about that. You never ask a person about, you know, what kind of crime they committed or what what got them in, in prison or in jail in the first place. That's just like... That's, like, one of the first rules I I found out. Like, you never ask. You just never ask, you know, what they're in for. And, uh, yeah, I don't I find it fascinating and just I get myself prepared, you know. You know, I'm, like, I'm Hispanic. Um, I got tattoos on me, tattoos on my knuckles. And I knew this going ahead when I got the tattoo on my knuckles, but it was special to me. These knuckle tattoos are my favorite. Um It's just, they're, they're not the best. My boy did them, and I appreciated him for it. I got them done like three times. Motherfuckers hurt the second time. First and third wasn't too bad. But Jesus fucking Christ. But, um. Yeah, I know the way I look, you know, I got a beard and shit, I'm a big dude, I'm bulky as fuck, I wear beanies, my fashion is, <laughs> my fucking clothing's like, it's gotten better, but it's like, it was a lot of the 90s baggy pants, because I'm a big dude in, um, you know, Tim's or some shit like that, hoodies and all that, Um, but it was just, it's just something that it calms it doesn't like i don't have no uh anxiety for it but it just calms me down and it just helps me prepare that's the best way i can say it and it might be bad thinking about like thinking that i'm going to prison but being a male of color and shit like that like i said i grew up where i came from it's just something that you have in the back of your mind um it's not a bad thing it's not a good thing it's just something you're aware of um at some point so you know we've all got i don't know if fem- females probably don't think like this they have other issues you know that females have and shit like that but incarceration is something males really think about growing up um yeah it's and it's just it's just those rules and shit obviously but it just helps you get a mindset that if it happens this is what you need to do to get through it you know just do your time don't worry about other people's business don't even involve yourself in it don't even talk about it comment about it and that shit is just good a good rule of thumb for life basically you know what i'm saying basically if you don't talk about it then get ready if one day that person's gonna hear it, you know, get ready for a fight. You know, don't back down. Because you did do what you were doing, you know, talking about it and shit. So, you know, you're gonna have to act out on it, you know. Back up what you were saying and shit like that. Um. And, you know, honestly, you know, some, some of my family members who went, you know, prison and who are in prison, they're some of the strongest dudes I know around, you know what I'm saying? Like, they're just... And I know they got their own shit, it's like, it's, it's unfortunate of how they got to be mentally strong, emotionally strong, and stuff like that, and don't get me wrong, they all have their own flaws still, and they might not even be, they might get more, uh, angered, they might be more angered easily, or blunt as fuck, or some shit like that, and they're facing their own demons, whether they've killed, or hurt people, done some bad shit, fucked over people, people that they love, people that cared about them and shit like that. Um but I've always respected and uh thought of there was it was low key basically um the ideal way a man should be, you know what I'm saying? not going to prison at least that's how i interpreted it but the way they handle themselves you know like i love that style of like keeping your clothes clean keeping your, your your space and everything organized and clean and they were always on point you know and when they say they did something they did it you know what i'm saying and that mindset i just always found that fascinating and uh and honestly this is on a side note, it'd be dope, and I hope to get there one day, but just, uh, the way that they fucking exercise, man, is fucking on a whole, not- whole nother level, I find, like, the way they're, the, the body type, when someone gets fit in, like, prison and shit like that, like, that's fucking dope, that's me, that's on a side note, and I was just saying, like, because, you know, people who get fit on the outside world and shit like that, it's cool and it's great and all, but there's something away the way, I don't know what it is, maybe it's because, well, I know what it is, you know, they're fucking basically fighting for the life, they're fucking anxiety-filled, they're always looking over their shoulder and making sure they don't wrong anyone by saying some shit or doing some shit, even by accident, um, and so, like, that just drives the testosterone and, their fucking mindset and just the hunger to be a better specimen you know human being and shit like that I just find that uh it's uh and when they come out they're always spiritual or just not even spiritual really but just like the manners are more in place because obviously if you don't have manners inside you get really checked for it really hard and shit like that and so the way you know they're living their life on the outside because of the way they had to live the inside you know like respect was a big thing and shit like that principles all that shit um i don't know i don't this is a little little personal shit uh personal time Um, and I I don't know why I'm gonna talk about this shit again, but, uh, growing up once or twice, my mom's, uh, had told me that, I guess my biological father said like when he was on drugs and shit that I was gonna, uh, when I grew up, I was going to go, go prison or some shit like that. And it didn't really, it didn't really affect my life. I wasn't like, I wasn't like, fuck you, that, you know, it, it was just, it was weird. I never cared about seeing him or not having him in my life. It was just, it's crazy. I don't know what it is, but it feels like everyone's at this point in life right now. I don't know if it's just because I'm aware of it because of my age now, but the term, it is what it is. It's like the perfect fucking statement. I swear to God, I'm seeing it. I'm seeing it in memes, social media now from, you know, people my age, friends and shit like that. And honestly, it's the best thing. At least, at least right now, in my life, coming up on my thirties. But like, it is what it is. It's there's no way other way to explain it. You know. And when when I heard that, it was just like, hmm. I don't know, it didn't, at least uh, subconsciously it might have affected me, I think. It must have, I mean, hearing that, you know, um, I don't know. But like I said earlier, it was just like, maybe that was the reason why I always thought in the back of my mind, it might be a possibility that this might happen to me whether I'm wrongly convicted of something or if I do something in an act of violence, you know, um, normally I know myself, I wouldn't do something in the heat of passion unless family members or someone I love got hurt and I had to act on it, you know, retribution and shit like that. But I don't know how I would have got there. Well, not, not, I'm I'm not going to get there, but I'm saying like, just thinking while I was growing up and shit like that. It was just, it was just weird. This weird cloud. Nothing negative about it, but it was just, it wasn't, like I said, I don't know how to explain it other than that. It was just, it was always in the back of my mind. So I always found watching these videos get me, it calmed me down. I'm like, okay, if this happened, this is what you need to do. Don't act crazy don't get you know the just off jump this is how i'm gonna act walking in going in like that um but yeah shit i mean there's nothing much else to say about that but i had a good time with this podcast this episode uh hopefully you guys my bad i'm i'm hella burping Hopefully you guys enjoyed it. Um, Had a good time. Can't wait to have uh, more people on it. Uh, My homies. uh, Bringing the homegirl meets on. A few episodes. uh, A few weeks from now. Um, Yeah I know you guys enjoy that a lot. And I appreciate her for coming out. I don't know if I said that. If I didn't say that. I'm saying it now. Um, But yeah. Hope you guys have a good morning, good afternoon, good night. And I'll check in on you guys. So you guys checking on me later. And uh yeah. I'll see you guys next time.